A shoot shall sprout from the stump of Jesse, and from his roots a bud shall blossom. Hello, this is Father Thomas, and welcome to the Sprouting Stump podcast series, where we reflect on the readings that come to us from the Mass each day. When we take a little time to let the Spirit come upon us, a bud shall indeed blossom in our hearts, so we might be renewed in spirit and strengthened in faith, as we take this time together to enter into that beautiful word that comes to us from God. In this reflection, Father explores the infinite greatness of God's creation. But they were able to 
determined based on where the star was, roughly how big the observable universe is. Now when I say observable, it means we can only go out so far with our current technology. The scientists believe that the actual universe is probably about 250 times bigger than the observable universe, but let's just use the fact that we have. So, how big is the observable universe? Really big. Do you know how big it is? Scientists agree with this. 93 billion light years. Okay, now a light year, as you know, is not a measurement of time, it's a measurement of distance. You know how far a light year is? Okay, I'm going to tell you, you all know that a light year is the distance that light travels in one year. A light year is six trillion miles. That's one light year is six trillion miles. That is a six with nine, twelve zeros after. The universe is 93 billion light years. You know what that means inside the universe is? It's pretty awesome, right? Okay, so the universe is 558 with 21 zeros after it, which is sextillion. So the universe is 558 sextillion miles wide. And by the way, the universe, amazingly enough, is relatively flat. We always think about it like big all around us. You look at the entire universe, it really doesn't have much height in relation to its width. Our solar system is flat, our galaxy is flat, the universe is relatively flat, but we work in two dimensions with this. Now, we are at 558 sextillion miles. But wisdom didn't say God is comparable to a mile, he's comparable to a dewdrop. So, what is the universe in dewdrops? Well, if we look at the size of a dewdrop, mile in the earth, it is 1.8 with 30 zeros after it. So it is 1.8 non-million dewdrops the size of the universe. So wisdom is saying that how great is God? But at 1.8 
And that is what makes God great. Not because he makes the universe as big as he's made it. Not because he's made the earth and all of its wonders. Not because he can make a white dwarf. And by the way, it's pretty awesome. You know what a white dwarf is? It's a star that's actually starting to implode. And it stops giving off all of its gaseous heat. And it condenses on itself. And this white dwarf they found that did this study from, this is a cool side fact, I know Rosane's going to show that. Anyways, the density of a white dwarf is so great that if you took something roughly the size of a dice, it would weigh 30,000 pounds. That's pretty awesome stuff out there in the universe where God is this much greater than any of that. And that God says to us, Come down, I want to stay in your house. That God says to us, in our lowliness, compare yourself to the size of the universe and we are as nothing. We are like a dewdrop. And God says, you who seem to be nothing, I see are everything. The God who makes you wants to hang out with you. Not as your maker and creator, but as your friend and lover. He wants to spend time with you, intimate with you, talk with you, eat with you, share with you, live with you. And we start to realize just how great our God is. We start to realize that He is this much greater than the universe. To give us some appreciation for how great He is compared to simply us. And when you confront that greatness, your heart should want to give back greatness. And that's exactly what happened to Zacchaeus. He was short in stature. It didn't mean that he was just simply short, that he couldn't see tall. It meant spiritually he was a dwarf. His heart was not right with God. He was a spiritual midget, so to speak. But when he confronted the greatness of God and realized that, what did he do? He rose up. He climbed a tree. Now back then, a rich man climbing a tree would have been considered a dingling. We're like, what are you doing, you dork climbing a tree? And his big log, I mean, they didn't like me trying to climb one of these columns. He was like, you're a whack job. Because Zacchaeus didn't care because he was confronted with greatness. When Jesus says, come down from there, his whole life changed. He was confronted with something that he said, I cannot stand in the presence of greatness and not myself reflect that greatness. So what does he immediately do? He gives away half of everything that he owns to the poor. Right there, I will give away half. Now we need to appreciate what he does after that, because this is even more powerful. He says, if I have extorted anything from anyone, I will pay it back four times as much. You know who Zacchaeus extorted from? Everybody! He was a cheat, he was a tax collector, that's how he made his income. He cheated every single person he dealt with. And he was going to pay it back four times as much. What he was saying is, the money that I have left over, that I haven't given to the poor, the rest of that I'm giving to all the people I've cheated. See, every bit of sinfulness that this money represents, I'm turning it over. I'm giving it up. My whole life now is for you, God. Because how can I possibly stand in something so great 
And that's why it'd be great. And that's the beauty of God. He comes before us in our weakness, our sinfulness, our loneliness, our brokenness, our wretchedness. He says, I, the great God of all the universe, come to you and say, come to me. And together, we can be great. We can't do it without Him, but we can do everything with Him. Zacchaeus went from a cheat, a thief, a liar, a scoundrel, to a man whose entire heart was given over to Christ. That's what we should do as well. Because how could we stand before a God who is 0.89 million times greater than the entire universe and not ourselves strive to be something greater than what we are? The saints that we're going to honor today, we're saying to honor them because they probably won't be able to say much anyway, realized the greatness of who God was and wanted to mimic that greatness. We should do as well.